Hey everyone, this is Anthony from the Console Gaming Crew, and we could not be happier to announce that we are now part of the Boss Rush Podcast Network and are featured on BossRushGames.com. BossRushGames.com is a place where you can find up-to-date news articles, blogs, and podcasts about video games. In addition to that, there is a growing collection of podcasts in not just the gaming community, but other communities as well. We are honored to be part of such a great network of podcasters, so please stop by and give everyone a listen. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Yo, crew members, what it be? Hey, oh, I got a burp. This burp's making me out to be a liar right now. <laughs> I felt it. You ever get a burp stuck? Mm-hmm. I got a burp stuck, and I feel like it's going to come out while I'm talking. But anyway, all stuck burps aside. It's good to be here. Yeah, man. Um, all right, so we are going to talk about the PlayStation Showcase, but before we do that, we are recording this on Saturday, and Saturday is 9-11. Yep. And um, needless to say, 20 years ago, you know what I mean, life in this country was changed forever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was a sophomore in high school. I I was about to say, before you even go into that, it's it's one of those, and it's obviously for a very horrific reason, but, you know, for people like us who joke all the time, it's not even really a joke that, like, you can't even remember what you ate four days ago, but, like, everyone remembers exactly where they were when they first on 9-11 saw, when, they, yeah. when, they, when they first heard about that. It's And it's weird how that yeah. happens, but, like, that's how, you, you know, that's how you know it was something big that changed, changed the world. things forever. Yeah. And that's the thing, dude. Second period um, history class. Yeah, I, I was know exactly where I was. I was in uh, I was in sixth period social. Is it called social studies? I don't even know what it's called anymore. History it might have been American history. Might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, yeah, American history. And then I remember my mom picked me up from school that day. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Th- I don't know if they closed school. Did they? They did close early. Did they did close early? Okay, that's why she picked me up. And she explained in the best way that my little non-formed brain, fully formed brain, could understand. <laughs> What twelve as, as to what was happening? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. Um, yeah, she explained what happened, and obviously, being twelve, it didn't quite land. If anything, I was probably just psyched to get out of school. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But well, then, that's the thing. Like in the high school, all the TVs were on, and they all were on the same thing. Yeah. So, like, we watched the second tower get hit. We watched the towers fall. I watched the second tower get hit from my boss's TV in his office because when she, when my mom picked me up, we went back to the office. Yeah. And we got there before the second tower got hit. And um, and like I said, I you know, back then didn't understand what was going on, didn't know what the World Trade Center was, you know, didn't know what those towers were, what happened in there. Yeah. And um, and it still took a bit to even realize what was happening when it was happening like no one really knew that it was a terrorist attack right away a lot of people didn't even really connect those dots when the second tower went it's just like nah were yeah. there two really fucked up pilots that day yeah no, nah, like, it was just it but then when you start hearing about flight 93 and and, pentagon. Up, and and the pentagon then you started to realize this is big yeah like this is this is big so what we want to do is we just want to do a brief moment of silence for the 2,996 people that died that day and also the 25,000 that were injured, you know what I mean, on that day. So let's go ahead and just do that real quick. 
All right. <clears throat> Sorry to start this off on a uh, somber note, but for something that we, we witnessed, you know what I mean? I feel like it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and make sure that we make sure that people don't forget. This has never been, since we started, this has never been a podcast that's shied away from us giving our thoughts on things that we find important important no matter no matter what it is whether it's something that affects us or doesn't affect us so this obviously wasn't something that we were gonna you know just you know gloss over that's it's a you know the craziest time i think in american history that we went through yeah um i agree and you know it's you know you still see the effects of it to this day you do so you know and it's you know it was weird. You remember, like, I remember, like I said, I remember that day when it happened, and I also remember that, and again, I I wish it was were f- for a different reason, but, like, that level of, like, unity afterwards was something that, like, I'd never seen before, and I don't think we've ever had since. No. Now, I there are plenty of reasons to have that now, to, you know, to look for unity, I, and I hope we find it under better circumstances agreed um because it shouldn't take shit like that you know for everyone to realize like hey we're in this shit together yeah and at any point in time there's people out there that wish harm on us so but yeah man shout out to you know all the families still you know it's it's rough for us but you gotta remember there's a lot of people out there that this day is still you know they've lost someone this day i know so and i mean there are people from around this area you know what i mean that never came home mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's there were certain spots in jersey you know what i mean at the train stations yeah. that the cars never left yeah but yeah to all the people that lost people that day to all the first responders first responders all and the true everybody heroes, and true heroes and everybody who went in to try to help um anybody in the towers and in the pentagon you know what i mean yeah. number one thank you and and those unlikely heroes like flight ninety three. Like flight ninety three that that said, not on our watch. Yeah. Now nah, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Yeah. yeah. Let's get to the show. Before we even break down, like we're gonna break down this entire showcase. Um, and what a showcase it was. Yeah, it was great. There was, a, <laughs> there, you know, I'm interested to hear because I did tell the guys, and obviously, if you haven't noticed, it is just Wes and I today. Uh, Anthony wasn't supposed to be here anyway because he had drill, but he's a little injured at the moment, so. Yeah, he's not at drill. Yeah, we have him on the DL. He's yeah, yeah. He's he's not on long term injury reserve, but you know we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll just get him a life alert necklace. He'll be all right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I told them when I watched it that you know there were a couple things that were a little meh for me, but yeah. the, but the bulk of it blew me away because what I loved about this showcase, and I said we'll get to everything, is that there were things that I saw that I had a feeling that I would see of that i would see and get more from Mm -hmm. and that was great but then they also hit me with some shit that i had no clue was coming and i love it when i get hit with shit that i didn't know was coming and also gets me really excited there's some things that you didn't think were coming and they're like "Eh, i don't really care about it anyway no like i mean some of it i was watching going oh that's neat and then you know i mean and then other parts i'm like what whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. wait really like you mean like like oh shit yeah, there were a couple moments where, and and Alex was sitting next to me when I, uh, when I watched it. There were a couple moments that I just went, "Oh!" And she's like, Are you all right? Yep, I think so. I think so. But anyway, so we will start off with something that excited me 
like when you come out the gate with this, I'm excited. Yeah. And it is none other than a game by Lucasfilms. And that is none other than the KOTOR remake, Knights of the Old Republic, which I've talked about on this show before is one of my absolute favorite RPGs ever because two of my favorite things in the world are RPGs and the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah. So the idea of having a game like KOTOR where you have the ability to play through an RPG and end up on either side, the dark side or the light side, whatever you want, tits. And now that it's going to be remade for next-gen consoles. Yeah, so the initial release date on this game was November 19, 2003. Yeah. I don't even remember what I played it on. (laughs) Couldn't tell you. Game Boy? I don't know. But no, then, so the um, the quick talk about the game is, it is 4,000 years before the Galactic Empire and hundreds of Jedi have fallen in battle against the ruthless Sith. You are the last hope of the Jedi Order. You can master awesome power of the Force on your quest to save the Republic, or will you fall to the lore of the dark side? Dark side. Yeah, that was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty good. Thank you. I wouldn't be able to do that. Um... Yeah, it's 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 a fantastic game, and it's been so long, like you said, 2003, it's been so long since I've played it that I've forgotten virtually everything, so it's going to be so worth me playing it again. Yeah, so I never got to play it, so I am extremely Well, you pumped. love RPGs, too. You play RPGs all yeah. the time, so... Yeah, I am extremely pumped about yeah. actually jumping into this anime, especially how pretty it's going to look. It's, it's, it's right up your alley, and like I said, the cool thing is, is that it obviously has replay value, because the way I see it, a game like that, you can play three different times because generally if i have a game like that where you can go either way mm-hmm. i um the way i always approach it is that my very first playthrough i do everything exactly how i think i would actually do it in the moment like if i think me as andrew scubiak what i would do what i what i would answer what i would do given that situation is how i do it and the game rocks out how it rocks out and then after that i purposely do one where i end up like the freaking the jedi knight <laughs> you know what i mean the fucking Prince of Peace, and then I do another one where I am the spawn of the, Satan, the spawn of Satan, Dark Lord of the Sith, f- fucking kill everybody. Like that. Palpatine has nothing on you. Correct, correct. <laughs> Palpatine, who I'm gonna make that shirt. Palpatine, who? Yeah. So the game's gonna have a lot of replay value, and if you've never played it, please do, please do. And also, one of the really great things is that um, Jennifer Hale is actually coming back as um i believe it's darth revan revan yeah revan yeah yeah so she's she's actually coming back to go ahead and do the voice work for you mean you mean for that particular sith lord yeah um was there a release date on that yet we didn't have anything about a release date okay fair enough uh all right moving right along what we got next brother moving right along we have a game called project eve now, this one, it looked very much like a newer, like Final Fantasy VII remake, um, like Nier Automata style. <clears throat> yeah, it had that. Gorgeous. Like, it had that, like, typical, that typical art style with, like, the humongous weapons, giant swords and yeah. guns and, and all that shit. And, like, the robotics look of, like, a Nier Automata type thing. Yeah, so. Um, when it comes down to Project Eve, it is a game from from the studio Shift Up, and it looks to be a hack and slash adventure, a uh, game um, in near post apocalyptic future. 
you are the sword-wielding female protagonist taking on huge monsters with slow-mo action and cinematic quick-time events. Ooh, some QTEs. Nice. Uh, we do not have a release date on this. There has not been, to my knowledge lately, games that have really utilized QTE very well. That's what I loved about Shenmue so much is that so much of the game was based around those and so much of where the story went was based around those. You fuck up a QTE, it may take you another couple hours to find who you were looking for before because they got away. Yeah. So there were like real I remember certain spots with some of the Spider-Man, you mean like you mean like the PS4 Spider-Man game that um you mean you had to hit certain QTEs in order to be able to you mean have things happen the right way. Yeah, w when I say like real Oh, and also with this game, with Project Eve, we we did get gameplay on oh, yeah. this trailer. Yeah, and it looked and the gameplay looks looks basically fluid. seamless from yeah. the cinematic. Yeah. Yeah, it looked fluid. Um There's some wicked looking monsters in this thing. We have them we have the trailer yeah. playing. Yeah, we have everything pulled up right now. While we're while we're talking and it's and it's got like a it's weird. It's got like an alien vibe and um it's like Alien meets Monster Hunter meets Horizon meets Final Fantasy. Actually, <laughs> yo, Monster Hunter meets Horizon is actually a great way to look at it. Yeah. I actually really, really like that. But yeah, like I said, we do not have a release date on this as of right now. Um, but yeah, dude, back to the whole QTE thing. Like, the one thing that I didn't like about... Like, when I think QTEs are done properly, it's something... And Shenmue's not the only one to do it. I know there's other games that have done it too, but when they're actually consequences other than just like game over or try again because it's just like miles morales there were there were qts in there like when you're in that first mission with mm -hmm. you know i don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it yet but if you fuck those up i'm pretty sure you just do it over again meanwhile in some games, i mean if, i mean you get hit and you I mean you lose some of your health but yeah you know what i mean yeah meanwhile mean, like part, you know like i said like you have other for opportunities for instance like you're chasing someone in shenmue down these alleys and if you lose them you got to go around looking for clues and find them again. It's not just like, oh, you fucked up this thing, game over, you got to start over. And you deal with that in Miles and Spider-Man with the car chases. Because you have the QTEs for, you mean, for like web-slinging oh, guys out, out of, of the, the car. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Touche. Touche, sir. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I got the next one. Ah, oh, man. I should have done Project Eve because I feel like it's only right to let you do the next one. I'm going to let Wes do the next one. I'll take the, the next two after that. All right. So now we are we are heading to a new land. A land of what looks like orcs and dragons and skeletons and butt stallion. And, butt and of stallion. course, I am talking about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We actually got gameplay for this. Um, why, are, why are there guns? Because it is Borderlands. I was kidding, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's say. the only it's answer the, that it's I what have. They say. It's what's, you, you didn't hear what she said in the trailer? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I did catch that. But um yeah so so um you have the choice of either going like you know what I mean magic full arcane full guns you have crossbows crossbows um you have uh Mr. Torg mm -hmm. as some type of fucking troll or some shit like that shit looked he looked phenomenal by yeah. the way yeah hundred percent um yeah dude you it's basically Borderlands that's just a fucking D and D adventure I mean it. It, give, it it takes you right into, like, Bunkers and Badasses, mm -hmm. which is what the DLC was for Borderlands 2. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks great. It looks like everything you anticipate from a a Gearbox game. Yes. Um, we, and, and surrounded by Tiny Tina, or, you know, surrounded around Tiny Tina's crazy warped fucking brain. Yes, and I am Beautiful. hoping that we get much more mm -hmm. of 
you mean of Tiny Tina? You know what I mean in this game? You mean obviously it's, it's called Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So it I know, be. but you mean like you mean it looks like she's the dungeon master in the yeah. you mean in this game. So you mean hopefully we get everything that we really want out of this. Yeah. Um. The you have uh Will Arnett. He's in this. Wanda Sykes is in this. I mean, obviously Ashley Birch is in this. This game, it looks like it's going to be fun, but it. The only thing that scares me is that it's, it it looks like a fucking just copy and paste the fucking Borderlands, and it and that is the only thing that I'm like, what's I, what's I'm already playing that. Yeah, yeah, but you were already playing Borderlands one when Borderlands two came out, and you're already playing Borderlands two when Borderlands three came out. Yeah, but see, there was there, there add, is a difference between one and two, and then two and three. I think there's a bigger difference between two and three than one and two. Mm, style stylistically, there's a huge difference between one and two. Like art style, I mean? Yes. Yeah, I'll give you that. I just mean as far as, like, the way the actual game plays. Like, you added in, like, sliding and mantling and the, the, yes. uh, the, the um, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the, like, the new loot system with... Yeah, loot instantic. Insta- yeah, statistic. loot instant. So, like, they did make a giant leap from, from two to three. Um, but, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand the reservations. It's, like, high risk, high reward with this type of thing. It is. And, I mean, I'm not going to not buy it. You know what I mean? It's it's got Borderlands and, name and on it. It will be here in my house. You know what I mean? It's gonna be coming yeah. out March twenty second, I believe, is what the date was. And it'll be here year. March twenty second, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> you have different um tiers that you can buy. Um the standard tier for the next gen is a seventy dollar you know what I mean, game. It's your standard which, price tag. Look, man, days. it is what it is now. You this know what I mean? Where we are. I can be mad at it or I can just buy the game. I'll just I'll I'll do both. <laughs> <laughs> I can do one or the other, but I'm gonna do. Both. I'm gonna do both because okay. that's me. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's me. But um, yeah. So March twenty second. All right. So moving right along, a game that I was most excited as far as the things that I thought I would see on this showcase. I didn't know I was gonna see anything more on this. I didn't know that I was gonna see as much as I saw. I th- I thought if anything I would just get another teaser trailer. Yes. But so we saw the initial teaser trailer for a game that actually I don't even believe had a name yet when we first saw it. Uh, it did. It, it did was, it really? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, the name was on it. Um, I thought it was like Project something, and they didn't have the name yet. But maybe I'm tripping. It's very possible I'm tripping. But anyway, mm, I don't the think game that we're talking actually. about is Forspoken. And Forspoken, uh, uh, coming out in spring 2022 in a world not her own, where resolve will be tested, truths will be questioned, and devotions will be doubted, she will rise. Now, what this looks like, and I forget her name, Wes, if you can look it up. I believe the chick that was mocapped for this game and the, the look and well, she's the voice actor too. I'm guessing. Um, I believe is the one actress from or actor, sorry, from the new. The new Charlie's Angels movie, the one with Kristen Stewart and yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that. Um, okay, so her name is. I'm looking and I can't even see. Jania. No, I think I'm wrong. I think I'm way wrong. But it is performed in voice. You mean? You mean? So she did the mocap as well as you know. I mean the, you know. I mean doing all the vocals stuff. Um, Janina. Oh yeah, I'm way wrong. Yeah, Janina. Yeah, no, no. It's Gavin Carr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Damn, she's a pianist. She's a trained pianist, vocalist, and orchestral orchestral percussionist. Holy fuck. Damn. That's pretty badass. Definitely but anyway, is. so what this game looks like, first of all, it looks beautiful. And the way the trailer starts off, she's like getting the shit this, kicked out of her. She's basically getting jumped in like an alley in 
like what looks like our world you know yep. like our current our current world and then she ends up basically going through this freaking portal to a portal to the future right like a way future or the past uh, see that's the part we don't know either because, way because the whole thing about it is that she says something about whether this is earth and then yeah. she hears a voice say kind of not really yeah. and then you find like out her own personal jarvis <laughs> yes but you find out that the voice is actually the cuff that is on her right wrist yeah she's basically being spoken to much like you know it's like her own personal navi from the legend of zelda yes so uh, yeah, she ends up in this. Yeah, we don't know if it's Earth. It basically, honestly, it looks like she's running out of some place, a location you'd see an anthem, basically. Yeah. Um, and she clearly has magical powers, and uh, she's got some slick traversal skills because she's like hopping around all these rooftops fast as shit, going against dragons, and I don't even know what you want to call some of these other things. But she clearly has some like elemental powers. Yeah, this shit looks nuts. Um, from what I'm able to gather with this game, it looks like it's a single person, you know what I mean, game. It doesn't look like there's any real multiplayer aspect to it. Yeah, you know what I mean? The platforming looks fantastic. Yes. And the, the graphics are phenomenal as far as like the actual, you know, the actual game, not just cutscenes. But um, we're, we are waiting to get more on this game, which I'm sure they will, you know, because we're going to be in 2022 pretty quick. Yes. So all these games that are coming out in 2022, you got to think that you're going to be getting a lot more on them very, very soon. And so, that one, now we said spring 2022, right? Yeah. That's right around the corner, man. That is March, April, May. Yeah, Let's fucking go. That's right around the corner. And now moving right along into something that I was kind of excited for, and then it kind of it kind of dudded out on me a little bit, and that is Rainbow Six Extraction. Now... I will say, I was first excited for this um, with some of the E3 things that we saw because, you mean, you mean they did their own thing at E3 because, I mean, it was part of the Ubisoft um, showcase. And, I mean, you see the different types of creatures that are there, the different types of, like, alien or I don't even know what the hell these things are actually are. But, I mean, the whole point of the game I is to infiltrate these hives that these things are in and then getting your people out. Yeah, you're. I you, you mean, you're, you're extracting, extracting your fellow soldiers. Yes, and then you got to deal with these baddies along the way. I mean, so it's, you mean so it's basically just raids. I mean, you're just running raids at the raids at the raids. It is a meh for us. When you have games, when you have other games under, if I was gonna get something, now I know I wouldn't. Nor, I wouldn't get it at a PlayStation showcase. But if I'm gonna get something Tom Clancy related, mm -hmm. this isn't what I was hoping I was gonna get. I was hoping I was going to get because Tom Clancy's who does all the Ghost Recon games too, right? So I was hoping because when you get games like Wildlands and the other one, like they're so good. Yeah. I would have expected something like that. I wouldn't have expected a Splinter Cell for because I'm pretty sure Splinter Cell was that strictly Xbox or no? Oh, you're asking the wrong I don't. Guy. I don't remember. Table that. <clears throat> but when I see Tom Clancy at this point, I want another badass Ghost Recon, a brand new IP, or finally bring back a you know a Splinter Cell, but. You know, the yeah, Rainbow, new IP would have been nice. The Rainbow Six thing is, I don't know, like getting kind of played out for me. We tried our best. Yeah, getting a little. Yeah, I mean, out. that one's going to be coming out January of next year. So the next one is actually a remaster of a game that I believe started off on X, uh, Microsoft mm -hmm. only, right? I'm not sure if it was Microsoft only. I can check. Okay, and then from that point, 
it went to yeah on playstation for the first time yep yeah i see here yep yeah so we're talking about alan wake remastered now the alan wake game you are playing as alan wake you are a novelist i believe Mm -hmm. into which you are going through essentially somebody or something happened to where it's basically like a real life like one of your novels Yes. Uh, I mean, I can go a little more in depth. Please. If you want. Yeah. So Alan Wake, um, he's a best-selling crime fiction author suffering from a two-year stretch of writer's block. He and his wife, Alice, traveled to the small mountain town of Bright Falls, Washington for a short vacation on the advice of Alice and Alan's friend and agent Barry Wheeler. Before their arrival, Alan has a nightmare about shadowy figures who try to kill him uh, before a figure interrupts the dream and teaches him how to utilize the light to fend off the shadows. Now, I believe this is what was it Adrian? Someone was telling us about this that um, when I was playing um, Blair Witch that it had a very Alan Wake vibe because of the flashlight. And uh, how it was I used. think it was probably Adrian. So we are getting Alan Wake October 5th of this year. So that's very close to, I mean, that's less than a month from now. Yeah. To which that's like, you know what I mean? For the, so so um, for anybody who's played Control, you know what I mean? Um, these are the same people who make control and actually there is a connection with these games into what you will learn about when you play them and I mean, especially when you play the control dlc the only reason i know that is because of my boy alex so yeah and the cool thing about this is um the complete experience includes the original groundbreaking horror story and its two expansions the signal and the writer oh nice you get both expansions too yes sweet so yeah. yeah. So that, like, so far, it, you know, you know, up until this point, we've got two, two remakes or two remasters, and they're good ones: Alan Wake and Knights of the Old Republic. So if you're gonna do remakes, this is how you do it. Yeah, no, you I know, agree. You, you choose games that are, you know, we're way out from, that were great and people would want to play. Again. Or something that was an exclusive that can now come over to the other system. Yep. Yep. Um, and now well, we're something brief. Uh, something brief here that's probably not you know, so super unexpected, Let's but. Keep it brief. Yeah, GTA Five coming to PS Five. Yeah, so you're going to get seamless transition between characters. You're going to get all the explosive action that you expect from it. And look, the, look, the game's great. I mean, it's not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We're the not knocking like, the game. We're just. Eh, we're, you see it all the time now. It's it's like it's fallen th- into the Skyrim Skyrim realm. It's fallen into the Skyrim realm, and it's like you expect to see something about GTA Online. Just like every time you see something, you expect to see a new Fortnite skin. It's fallen into that category. Yes. Where, like, every time you see one of these showcases, it's like, okay, where are they going to fit GTA 5 in? Yeah. And so, then, I mean, like, and also when it comes down to, like, GT, GTAO, you know what I mean, the online aspect, I mean, that's yeah. going to be part of the of PS5 course. as well. Yeah. So if you've never played it, I, I would, su- and you have a 5, I would suggest getting it because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it go is, ahead it and is a lot run of fun. with it. If you've already played it, probably don't need to get it again. <laughs> it's a money grab. That's my thought. Um. All right. Let's move right into. A game that we saw, we've seen a couple times now, but haven't seen too much on it, and that is Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, game when we saw weird. the first couple, times, it's it's still weird. It's still, it's not quite in Dokavi territory, but we're still trying to figure <laughs> out what's happening. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I actually had Alex uh, watch that trailer oh, yesterday. Think? She she was actually able to break it. Uh, she was actually able to break it down, like as it was happening, like what she thought was happening, and then she looked it up on Google and read it to me, and it was basically almost exactly like what she was saying. Oh. They're actually they're actually pegging it as a pokemon-ish game oh, that's cool yeah 
Um, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure we said that when we were, when we were going. Well, we said it was that meets like 50 million other things. Well, I mean, that's what I had in front of me. You mean when we were talking about? Yeah. It, but. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. We saw, I believe, last year. Right? Is when we saw the. Was yeah, it last, I think last year was the first time we saw something at floor. their state of, at their state of play. Yeah. And um, it is an upcoming action adventure game developed by Tango Gameworks and is published by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. It's going to be coming to the PS5. So this is another one of those games like Deathloop that that's probably going to end up having a timed release because obviously Bethesda is now Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is set to release worldwide in 2022. Um, and yeah, for Windows and timed console exclusive for PS5. Yeah. So do you have anything on the plot or do you want me to? No, nah, go ahead. And, so, yeah, run with it. The plot to this game and nearly all of Tokyo's citizens have vanished mysteriously, and otherworldly spirits known as visitors have invaded the city. So your There's players, some Slender Man looking motherfuckers. Oh yeah, I thought it was a Slender Man game when I first saw it. Yeah, so did I. Um, so the players, the player I like characters. How you went, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't you know? The the player characters' supernatural <laughs> powers begin to manifest, and as the player combat uh, combats the spirits haunting the city, he encounters a group wearing Hanya masks who may unveil the mystery behind the strange events in tokyo um like wes said it's an action uh, an action adventure game played in the first person perspective where you use various various psychic and paranormal abilities to defeat the ghosts and spirits haunting tokyo uh combat direct the combat director uh shinichiro hara described the combat as karate meets magic i mean you definitely saw that (laughs) yeah for sure uh as the player character uh utilizes hand movements and hand gestures to cast spells. When an enemy loses most of their health, its core is exposed, and the player can use takedown moves to destroy it, defeating the spirit. So, we need yeah. to see a little more. I mean, there was some weird shit with this, to where like, you you just saw this like smoke just come past, and it would just disintegrate. Yeah, there's Slenderman right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seeing a few of them. There's people with like no heads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I mean, you're seeing some of that magic you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, this shit definitely looked. Lady wild, Dimitrescu, man. that was just then. Yeah, it looked like sure. it. Definitely looked like it. Um, did we say anything about a release date on this? Uh, I don't believe we did. Hold on. I can tell you in a second. Uh, spring 2022. I don't have to tell you. Nope. I got it right here. Perfect. Well, moving right along after one of those weird freaking PlayStation transitions I wish they'd stop doing. Like, just give me all of your trailers in a row. Like, you don't need to keep showing me the damn square circle triangle. Yeah, I know. I know. know, X button. But uh, something we're very, I'm very excited about. I'm assuming you're excited about it too. You're you're probably is, a little bit more reserved than me because of it's how building up, how steeped you are in this world. That it's building up to me. I'll I'll put it that way. I really uh, so I really like the way the characters look because they look very comic canon, which is good. It's just one of those things that I'm mad you can't play as everybody. Mm-hmm. And we are of course talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Now. This is a game that's going to probably be a lot easier, not easy as it would have been before I watched all the movies, but a little easier to impress me than, say, you or Clyburn or people that have been steeped in this comic lore forever because there's a lot more that they're going to have to land with with you guys. Yeah. There's going to be things that you guys are going to be able to look at immediately and go, that's not right. Don't play like that. Now, the cool thing is that for me personally, Guardians, I know basically nothing. Oh, sweet. So Less to be disappointed about. (laughs) Look, sometimes that's great. No, nah, look, I, and, and I fully get what you're saying. But now, nah, like, if you want to talk about, like, X-Men, you know I mean? You, that lore, I know. You, you, you mean, you mean that's, one I'm, that's one I'm good yeah. with. But, like, like when Guardians first came out in the theaters, I knew nothing about it. And I'm like, okay, and I'm 
I'm, I'm going to watch it because it's Marvel. I mean, let me go just see what happens. And then it being like some of the most hilarious shit ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so you are Star-Lord. So nothing is off limits with your bold combat style, the element blasters, and your jet boots powered drop kicks to the tag team beatdowns. With the Guardians fighting at your side, call the shots to, and overwhelm your opponents with signature attacks. Meanwhile, the consequences of your decisions will range from lighthearted to downright unexpected as your journey unfolds. Gotta love shit like that. And we saw that happen. We saw that happen when we watched the first gameplay of this. Yep. When you throw Rocket, we had Drax throw um, Rocket Raccoon across this uh, crevasse. And, um, he, I mean, you saw it pop up in the corner. Rocket is angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, you know I mean? So it, it is almost like an, an, an immediate reaction to that Mass Effect style or that Fable style system. Yeah. And, and as soon as you see that wondering what the hell is this going to mean now if he if i need him to do something for me later yes now like i said the like the way the guardians look it is very much you know what i mean you, you, you mean what you expect out of the comic canon mm -hmm. you know what i mean like like the way drax looks with where the red is as opposed to the green the way gamora um looks with uh her armor you know what i mean like you I mean they they very much took away the sexualization yeah when i was watching of the you mean of the female characters because you mean even mantis you yeah. mean looks different when i was watching this with alex uh she was like did gamora at any point in time in the comics look like how they had her in the movie i was like well i mean i think the green yeah but i don't know much else yeah but yeah man so like i mean the game looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun and the fact like it's it has to be if there's any game that has to be fun it has to be this one because they're as far as the fun factor goes, they're the most fun of the movies in the Infinity Saga. Yeah. So, like, you gotta... It's gotta, at minimum, it's gotta have a shitload of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotta be fun and outlandish. Now... You know, it can't take itself too seriously. I hope this doesn't... I hope this doesn't deal with the same issue that Avengers did, to where people got really mad that you didn't have certain people being... You mean, you mean voicing characters. Like, you I mean, like with the Avengers game, people got really upset that Mark Ruffalo wasn't the Hulk, that Chris Evans wasn't Captain America. I mean, look, you're not. Which you had to get over once they told you that this wasn't a part of the MCU. Yes. This was their own story with their own thing. And realistically, shitty to say, they probably had other better things to do at that point. Mark Ruffalo was probably busy. And, you know, yeah. even if they were going to get him, same thing with, you know. Downey and, and all them, but this, yeah, I'm sure this is going to go the same way. Funny enough, when you hear Rocket talk, doesn't sound that far off from Bradley Cooper. No, it really doesn't. So, at least with him, they did a good job. Groot, you better not complain, because he's going to say three words anyway. Yeah, um, Drax didn't sound too bad. I mean, Drax, yeah. I mean, I mean, Drax sounded pretty good. Uh, Gamora, I remember sound. I mean, she doesn't sound exactly like Zoe uh, Saldana, mm -hmm. but, you know, I, mean, I mean, she still has that that grit of a of a female warrior you know what i mean and then i don't think you hear mantis talk in this yet you don't the, so, the most glaring difference for me was quill, quill being blonde no 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 no. i mean as far as his voice ah like just didn't you know before i heard him talk for the first time yeah like i just from having chris pratt like i had an idea in my head of what yes. he was going to sound like of course and then once he did and i was like oh, that's different than i thought it would be but not anything i can't get behind yeah I mean, look, man, I am always going to have James Avery in my head for being the Shredder with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I watch. He's always going to be there. Yeah. So, all right. So, oh, wait a minute. Do we talk about a, let's find a release date on that real quick while we, while we go ahead and talk about the next one. Um, the next one we're going to talk about 
is Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. So this one, I mean, look, you get swords and guns. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. I forgot, we actually talked about this before. We are right around the corner from this game. Are we? Yeah, like right around the corner, as in next month, right around the corner. So this is well, dang. October 26th, 2021. So we are just a little over a month away. If October everything 26th. goes according to plan. Shit. You ain't lying. October 26th. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I'm going to find out a lot from a lot of people then. All right. So going back into Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. It looks like you have three different characters that you could actually be. You have uh, Torador who is a siren and a muse. Um, it, I mean, it looks like she, um, I mean, she has quite impressive skills with a sword and gun, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I know I was spoiled. I'll let you continue a second. But I know I was spoiled with like watching Blade and shit like that, but I'm like, you're already a vampire. Why do you need swords and guns? That's the first thing I thought when I saw this. I was like, you're a vampire. Use your... Vampire powers? Vampiric abilities. Vampiric. Nice. Now, you, look, you're probably right, to be honest. Um, and I mean, well... I mean, look at the way this guy looks. I mean, that guy has abilities. Scariest vampire ever right there. If if we're talking about, to me, if we're talking about the old school vampire mm-hmm. movies, Dracula, that motherfucker right there scared the shit out of me with his long two fucking front teeth. Yeah. Sorry, continue. So the next one you could be, and once again, I'm just guessing that these are the actual characters you could be as opposed to the ones you face, um, is Nosferatu, who is a prowler and a saboteur. Um, he... Yeah, so, I mean, that guy, all sorts of different shit you can fucking do. Looks like he's some type of sniper. Like, how are you a vampire and a sniper? It just doesn't seem fair. And then you get to just... See, I like is, that slide this, kill, though. Is this, the, like, is this the Donka Shane game? Yes. Okay, thought so. And then you have uh, Bruja, who is a vandal and a brute. Kind of looks like a, a vampire version of M'Baku. <laughs> I was actually thinking it looks like a vampire version of... um. Oh, I can't remember his name now. He is a um, uh, Star Wars. Um, fuck. He is a Star Wars. No, no, no. Star Wars. Um, dude, he was Lando. No, not Lando. The, the... oh, the newer guy. Yes, the newer guy. Hold yes, on. Yes, he's also in the new. He was in the last uh, Pacific Rim game or movie. Um, Shit. Hold on. John. John Boyega. John Boyega. Yes. Yeah. And that's who that guy looked like. You know I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, you know I mean, dude, to me, it looked like John Boyega. That's fair. Like, it really did. Like, look at that. That's Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. God, that took forever to figure out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> John. John Boy. <laughs> John Boy. All right, yeah, so um, we're going to be getting this this year. I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. I mean, I mean we, I like anything I mean, we have no information besides just this year. So, I mean, there is that. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that game did look like fun. It looked like it's going to be pretty neat. All right. Moving right along to, I guess, hot take number one for me of the day. Please. Which is a game that, to some people's dismay, I am just not really that high on, and that is Deathloop. Like, I I take it as far as it's interesting. It's interesting, and I'm interested to see how it plays and how it's received. I I don't believe I will buy this. Definitely won't buy it right away. Definitely won't buy it right away. So this is not one of those games where it's like, ooh, gotta have it. So here's it one of the out. things about this game. Number one, it is a Bethesda game. So, which, which normally when a Bethesda game comes out, I want it immediately. So what that means to me is that this will at some point 
you know what I mean, timed release, you know, because this, we already know this one is a timed release for exclusive for PS5. It will probably end up on Game Pass. Oh, okay. I which means you, that we I definitely thought you were taking that somewhere else. No, which means that we will most likely be able to play whenever, you know what I mean, I thought, some point I next thought, year. I thought you were about to say, it's Bethesda, so in following their latest stuff, it probably will disappoint people at some point. <laughs> but then get better when they re, when they rework it. <laughs> which would be beautiful. But look, at, look, I'm I'm not that high on it. I don't necessarily want it right away, but as with everything that I feel this way about, I want to be brutally wrong. Like, I want to find out that this game is just the tits, and you got to have it, and it's just hours upon hours of fun. Yeah, so one of the, the one of the things you actually learn in this is that um, your character was actually, like, the head of security yeah. on this island. Yep. So you are trying to, like, but you have no memory of it mm -hmm. at all. All you remember is waking up on the beach and then trying to go ahead and kill all these people that are here. Yeah. Because this is just a bunch of rich people's just way to stay young forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you I mean that's essentially what they I mean, I mean the same day just replays every single time. That that is where my worry is, and that's where I hope that the fun aspect of the game overtakes what could happen, which is just the repetitiveness of doing the same shit over and over. Especially and over if you're not over. really good at these kind of games and then That's, you just end up just keep on getting killed and you just gotta go you gotta go back on yeah. that beach again. Yeah, this is one of those games to where you could you could easily just feel overwhelmed with not being able to do what you need to do. So like not progressing and just seeing the same locations, the same people, the same this and that all over the place. Yeah. Um so yeah. This game doesn't necessarily blow me away. You know, and and it's weird because it had like a slow burn to get there because when I first saw it, I was actually really excited. Now, I don't know if that's because the second I hear Bethesda, I automatically get excited because more often than not, they deliver exactly I what found, I want. I found it interesting. I found it interesting because that this of style the, of game come from Bethesda? The style of game come from Bethesda, from Bethesda um, the the animation, you know what I mean? The, yeah. you, you mean, like, I mean, how it looks and then just the process, the process of the game itself, I thought was extremely impressive. But then the more I've just seen all the, I mean, once again, dude, it, it's been delayed like everything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we just keep on seeing more and more of the same stuff. And it's just like, all right, sometimes less is more. You know what I mean? With video games, a lot of times less is more. Yeah. We've already seen gameplay of this. You know what I mean? You know I mean, we don't need to go ahead and have another four or five events that we see gameplay every time. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, this game's going to be coming out. Um, actually, by the time you listen to this, it's probably going to be a day or so before it comes out, September 14th. Correct. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now, let's go to another game that we don't really know another about what's going on. We don't know, nor do we know how to pronounce. So, we're going to call it four different things. It's either Shia, Shia, Tachia, Tachaya. It's one of those. The I feel only like a dick thing for saying that. The only thing I know about this game is that she can put her soul into animals. Yeah, it looks or people actually. I believe it's weird. Like every time I see when I see this game, it like I feel like it's a game that is geared for kids, but adults are going to want to play. Now, I can understand that, but to me, to me, it essentially looks like a grown-up version of an Animal Crossing game, into which I said I said um, that to Alex. I said it. I said this has like an Animal Crossing vibe. I got like Animal Crossing meets Moana meets Breath of the Wild. All right. So apparently this game is inspired by New Caledonia, which I'm not, I don't even know what that, I'm not sure what that is. Andy's going to look that up real quick. But um, yeah, so the whole thing about it is that you are this character. You are Tachia, Tachaya, Chia Chaya, whichever you want to, however you say it. 
And I mean, like her one eye glows green. And apparently when that happens, you can morph into your soul can go into different animals. Like, I mean, you see her in a crab, you see her in like a, in, in a sea turtle. So, so at first glance, this game seems like a perfectly modest game about a girl exploring an island, petting crabs and talking to old fishermen. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess it's better than petting old fishermen and talking to crabs. But um, <laughs> then she, <laughs> then she sneaks up on a seagull and possesses it like she's the ghost from Geist. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't make it look any less wholesome, as you can see the games each other above. Now, yeah, like you said, inspired by life on the island of New Caledonia, um, which is where the developers' uh, co-founders grew up. Oh, okay. So the island. And yeah, and, so and I guess some of the inhabitants. I have more about it here. The team is hoping to make something that even folks completely unfamiliar with the culture will enjoy. So that's us. Okay. <laughs> uh, New Caledonia is a part of the Southwest Pacific Ocean near Australia. It's been a territory of France since the 1850s. Originally in hand, uh, inhabited by the Lapita people, who some archaeologists believe are ancestors of Polynesian and Melanesian people. Mm. Um, it was discovered by the Europeans in 74. Um, by British navigator James Cook, who named the region New Caledonia because it reminded him of his native Scotland. And fast forward to modern times, it is a predominantly uh, Kanak, a subgroup of Melanesian, but sports cultural influences uh, influences ranging from Japan, Taiwan, Indonesia, Vietnam, and other countries. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Cool. And hey, if your goal is to pe- is is to you know market this, not because I'm assuming there'd be a small market if you were just marketing it marketing it to people just from that. there. Yeah. But a uh, lofty goal, and I hope it lands because I like you know when shit like this. Hey man, so, island life, man. Let's see it. Yeah, I'm game for it. It seems relaxing. It does. I just want to pet some crabs. Um, Talk to some fishermen. I want to eat some crabs. Um, so this next one, another one, kind of along the same lines of GTA, but actually makes me a little more excited because I haven't played either of these yet. Okay. So you are getting the uncharted uh the uncharted legacy of thieves collection for ps5 so you are getting um, and pc but and, and pc sorry uh so you're getting a thief's end and what is it lost legacy yeah i believe so you're getting a thief's end and lost legacy uh both remastered for the ps5 so yeah i y'all already know probably ad nauseum how much i've spoken how much i love these games haven't played these ones yet. Own I don't own Lost Legacy. I own Uncharted 4 for PS4, but at this point, I'll probably hold off and just get on this. playing that and and get the one for PS5 and and it's rock not it. a bad idea because I've done everything I can do in the first three. Like I've platinum trophied all three of them. Yeah, so nothing left for me to do there. Um, so yeah, you know nothing nothing big here, but you know now we are moving into the realm of the exclusives. Now there's not as many as all the shit that we just went through but uh what we have not a not a not a bad one on there not a bad one not on at there. all um i'm gonna let west take this first one it's short but fucking sweet yeah so number one this game is being made by insomniac who makes the spider-man and miles morales games it is a marvel game you be coming back to marvel for another one and the fact that it's made by them makes me feel like I don't have to worry about it not being a great game. That's I'm look I'm 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 thinking the exact same thing. So you end up seeing a guy sitting at a bar. Everybody in the bar is completely just beat to hell. You have bar tables and everything else just thrown all about. And some poor some soul. dude stands up after getting his ass kicked, grabs a knife, and then you just see the guy at the bar make a fist and then shink. Yes, you schnick. 
Yeah. Is the actual. Yeah. I mean, it's actually like what is written yeah, yeah. in the comic. And then you go from there and it goes black and it just says Marvel Wolverine. This one's got a got a, a, a place right in your heart, huh? Woo! Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Now, a buddy of mine went ahead and told me about in the trailer. So you see this right here. There is a HLK 181 license plate. Hulk 181. Um, this is actually has something to do with Madripoor, which is a fictional, I mean, it's a Marvel city that is basically where the dark seedy parts of like crime lords and everything else, you mean, take place. Okay. So, I mean, this, I mean, this looks like this a seedy game, bar. <laughs> this game could be, you mean, give me, give me the princess's bar. I'm pretty sure this game is actually taking place, taking, take, taking place in Madripoor, which would be fucking insane oh my god like yeah i'm i'm i am definitely at a loss for words now we don't know who is voicing logan in the game you just wait until they're like bombshell hugh jackman <laughs> i i would rather have steve bloom to be honest you know from the from the show yes yeah from um you mean from a handful of um x-men stuff that's you know, you mean that's happened in the past? He was. I don't believe he was the original. Um, you mean from the '90s cartoon? You mean the animated yeah. series? It's just. But, um, it's just gonna have to match how he looks and how they're trying to depict him exactly. Yeah. So you know the voice of the Toonami um, little robot. You oh. mean from Cartoon Network? Oh Toonami? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's Steve Bloom. Okay. Yeah. So that voice on this guy, fuck yes. Yeah. So yeah, we have no information at all for that this besides the fact that it is just called Marvel. Wolverine. Yeah, that was just them like they were flexing. They like they just put their nuts on the table and said just suck on these for now. This is enough. And And it was. And and it was. It was. Look, I was satiated. Look, I felt the same way for that as I did in one of the last showcases when we got the first look of God of War Ragnarok. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean to where I was like Ooh. Man, I wonder when we're, I wonder when we're going to be talking about that again. Look, but, man. Uh, only time will tell. Oh, time will tell. But uh, moving right along to what I always say is, you know, Sony's answer to Forza, uh, which is Gran Turismo 7. One of the greatest things about this, um, just about these games, is just... God, they're fucking gorgeous. Yes. Like, hyper-realistic. Like, literally. And I know there's a ton out there. Unless you like, which I do, the, the, the gritty, like gnarly dark street racing scene that you mm. get in those need for speed games which i love which is why i get them if that's not your thing and you just want realism real cars real racing you depending on what systems you have you have no business getting anything other than gran turismo or forza depending on yes which system you got and if you got both and you like cars you probably buy both buy both yeah so i mean look if you once again, if you want something that is the most hyper-realistic um, game, dude, just looking at anything, period. I mean, this is exactly what it is. It's exactly what, what you're talking about a few weeks ago with um, watching the uh, the Forza. Um, Forza Horizon 5, I believe it is. What, where if someone showed it to you and didn't tell you it was a game, you wouldn't know it? Well, that and also, I mean, you have, you mean, the rendering of everything. You mean, when oh, it's going it's so past fast. the camera, how quick everything is responding. Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, it, it, it is. It is just 
absolutely incredible. So I said, like, can you get these people to work on an RPG? So I'm not, <laughs> so, so I'm not waiting 45 seconds for a tree in the distance to pop up. Now it is neat because I mean, dude, there's a bunch of stuff that's like really customizable. Like I mean, you yeah. can put the different. Um, I was just assaulted. <laughs> no, you, you assaulted the mic. That's what happened. Shit. But I mean, like, I mean, you can go ahead and like uh, put different um, decals on the cars. Mm-hmm. You mean stuff like that? I mean, you have all different places throughout this whole world to be able to go ahead and race. That car is sexy as fuck, by the way. Yes, it is. I mean, hundred percent customizable of everything. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can go ahead and change how opaque the, you know I mean, anything is. Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure you can change the color of like your door handle. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's actually what was happening in this part yeah. of the whole thing. Like, so unnecessary, but so beautiful. And that looked like a spaceship, whatever that car. Whatever <laughs> car that was, that was a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. That yeah. goes to the moon. You're right there. That thing. Like, what in the hell? <laughs> Fucking TIE fighter. Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> like, someone, someone's popping out of there to fight Batman. That's all I know. <laughs> fight Batman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Gran Turismo 7, the real driving simulator. Um, God damn, that game's going to be so good when it comes out. Yeah, so now we're heading back to marvel again we are heading back to marvel again and boy did this excite me in the way that wolverine excited you i mean wolverine excited me too but i never i never got into x-men much yes i think i've only seen one movie don't know don't know a lot about it um but this next trailer uh you, you just see this dark alley and then you just see basically like this electricity shoot up this light pole and then some dude bounce off it and uh, then you start to see the the suits. You yeah. start to see Miles Morales. You start suit. finding out that this is actually a Spider-Man game. Spider-Man Two. Now here's my thing. In the beginning of this trailer, when you hear the person talk, I am eighty-eight, ninety-three percent sure that is yes. so specific. I am within that range, sure that it's Craven the Hunter. That's actually talking at first. Okay. And then you start hearing a voice shift. And so fitting considering what we talked about a few weeks ago on this podcast. When you were asking me what I would want out of a new game from... I don't even remember who it was. May have been just Sony Interactive. I don't know who it was. I do remember us having this conversation. Because I I brought up Carnage. Yes. And shit like that. But what was the first thing that I said? The first game that I said. Yeah, you want a Venom game. I wanted a Venom game. Yeah. Now, while it's not quite that, because I mentioned a game where you play as Venom because you're actually playing as, you know, not... I would like to go against Spider-Man. That'd be cool. But anyway... Well, yeah, actually being Eddie and Ed, Eddie Brock and actually yeah. going ahead and actually fighting. I mean, we. That is... We are fighting. So sick. But continue. So, yes. Yeah, so, like I said, the tone changes and you start getting a duality in the voice. Yeah. And then that's when you realize, because he said... Cause what he said, he said, we. Yeah. And there's only one character in Spider-Man lore, you mean, you mean that everybody knows that talks like that. That refers to himself as we. Yes. Because it is a symbi- symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. And that is Venom. Yeah. Eddie Brock. And you just see Venom pop out of the shadows of this alley and Those looks fucking terrifying. Teeth. Jesus Christ. Looks terrifying. And then you find out that it is none other than Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Yep. And so many questions to be answered there because you see Miles and you see um, Peter Peter in there. So you wonder, can you play as either? Is it a single player where you play as both? Can you play it with a friend? 
And then also my biggest thing is this this, this logo yeah. is not Venom's logo. Correct. This logo is Black Suit Spider-Man. Yeah. So there has to be a point that you are Black Suit Spider-Man before Eddie gets the suit. And if this takes off, which I think it will, because Miles was great, the original Spider-Man game was great, like, you know Carnage is right around the corner. Into which, yeah, you're going to get something that has to do with Carnage. I mean, look, I mean, also, having this come out at the same time that the Venom movie is going, the Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, I mean, is going to be coming out very, very soon as well. How sick would it be, though, if you could throw down with a friend? One of you be Miles, one of you be Peter. Oh my God, that'd be so nasty. That would be so sick. I would love that. I would love that because, dude, I, number one, I'd be Miles all day because I think Miles is better. But I just want to play. <laughs> we both got webs and shit. I want to go instant kill mode. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. I mean, you, do you see that. Yeah, you do see the Iron Spider suit. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least a rendition of it. You know I mean, it's where you have the um, legs. So, yeah, we have no actual release date on this except for 2023. You know what I mean? So we're two years out on it. Yeah, but so less, I, I would like assume year and a half, two years. I would assume you'll see a lot more at State of Play next year. Yes, I'm expecting the same. I'm expecting actual gameplay yeah, next year. Absolutely. Yeah. Now to finish up this bad. And they showcase, picked a great one to finish. They picked a great one. I didn't think we'd actually talk about this, but that is God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok. You have everybody coming back. Mm-hmm. You mean you, you mean for the characters? I mean Christopher Judge is coming back as Kratos. I believe they brought the kid back. You mean for being Atreus? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the first God of well, at the end of the God of War movie that was you mean made for the PlayStation Four. You know what I mean? You learn certain things about Atreus and about what his destiny is supposed to be. You mean you learn about him and Loki? You mean because you mean you mean this game deals with the Norse gods. Mm-hmm. So from there. You are, you know, I mean, you're battling, you know, I mean, as Kratos, obviously, um, and you're dealing with all different types of, um, you know I mean, Norse guys. I mean, you're dealing with Thor. You mean, you mean, you mean, you see Thor. You know I mean, at the end, you mean, you see his hammer. You'll mm-hmm. near. You have the same, the same guys who work on your weapons and armor as before. You know I mean the two brothers. Uh, you have the talking head. I forget what that guy's name is. But yeah, Looks man, stunning. Oh, dude. Absolutely stunning. The game was at, like, yeah. The people, to be said. the people who created the environment for this game. You need to raise. Absolutely. You need to raise. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you're going back through the tree of life for some of the stuff to go ahead and find out. You, you, you may find different areas because you only, you only hit um, a certain amount of areas in the in the last God of War game. Yeah, you mean you mean you didn't go all nine realms? I'll put it that way. Mm. So let's go, let's yeah. fucking go. It looks it looks great, and that's a that's a perfect ending to this showcase. Here's what I'm gonna do. I am going to tell everybody what I think. It just says 2022. 2022. All right, cool. Which again, right around the corner. Let's do it. I give this showcase. An A. Solid 95%. I did I know nothing about Knights of the Republic. I love the remake. Project Eve looks beautiful. Tiny Tina, I've been waiting for him. Still a little up in the air. Forspoken, beautiful. Extraction, cool. Um, Alan Wake, another one, cool. GTA 5, meh. 
You know what I mean? Uh, Ghostwire, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm getting there. Blood Hunt, I love what they're doing with Blood Hunt. Give me, give me, giving you these different types of vampires. Death Loop. Eventually, let's go ahead and go. I mean, Tachia, I Tachia is really cool because of what you told me about the story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I love, I love learning about new areas. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so let's go. Uncharted can never go wrong with an Uncharted game, and then just the, just the, just the. It, the jimmies, I mean the sprinkles, a, and everything I was, else, man. I was, go, I was gonna say in a good way, the dog shit that they just fucking threw right at us. <laughs> Wolverine, fuck yes. GT Seven, let's go. Spider Man Two, I, I'm, I'm telling you, Craven's in this motherfucker. And then God of War Ragnarok. We're, we're, let's gonna, we're gonna remember. Go. That. We're gonna remember this, people. <laughs> yeah, because you heard. Because time if stands if this you, bitch. Because if you, if, 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 if it happens, you heard it here first. <laughs> So, yeah, dude, yo, I give this a solid 95%, man. That's an A from me. Like, we were talking about it during the stream last night with um, Janal, I mean, Casanova. And this is what PlayStation needed. This is what Sony needed to go ahead and say. We're still here. We're still here. We're still giving you what you want. Like, this is one of those where, like, Xbox, and, and this is, you know, this isn't necessarily... A negative on Sony as much as it is a positive on Microsoft because they needed to come out and punch people in the mouth with exclusives and and other things like they've done with Game Pass and they did that so Xbox has been doing great but what this seems like for Sony is like everyone knows tech wise Sony still has the cool tech but when it comes to games which is what they've always been known for the exclusive games and stuff like that it's almost this is almost like one of those oh you must have forgot moments yeah and they're like, let us let us come here to remind you that we still know what we're doing here. Now, granted, only four of those are exclusives. Every single one of those are bangers, though. Okay, fine. Um, Uncharted should also be on that on that side, though, because Uncharted is it. Correct. Well, yep, correct. Even though technically it's going to be coming out for PC, but still. Yeah. Um, but no, look, I agree with but you. Play, yeah, they killed it. They they absolutely killed it. So what do you give it, dude? I'm, I'm I feel like I'm locked right in on you there. I I, I mean. We differ a bit on, like I said, KOTOR, I'm super excited about because I played it before. Project Eve, cool, Tiny Tina, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm coming around on it like you. I mean, I know, I trust Gearbox. Yeah. So, that's that's where I'm going with that. Forspoken, absolutely. Rainbow Six, nah. Alan Wake, I've always been excited to play because I've heard nothing but great things, so I'm excited there. GTA Five, nah. Ghostwire, coming around guardians i'm excited vampire i'm excited death loop i've already said about that not that that was like the one dud for me here um tachia like we said i'm excited with what they're trying to do there so i'm good with that the uncharted games i love and then i can't say not one bad thing about the exclusives if, if you want to if you want to ding them anywhere it's it's the fact that you only got for the two of the most exciting games on there you only got teaser trailers but we're two years out from those games. I was so about to say. I'm you know not. I mean? so I'm saying you're really nitpicking if you're going there. Yeah. But to even know that those games are coming is enough to make me excited. Um. And yeah, GT Seven. I haven't played a racing game in a super long time, but I'm considering it. Um, the closest thing I've done to a racing game is I played the Flight Simulator. Yeah. On the Series X and which is like hyper realistic. Once again, dude, game. it is so fucking incredible and and god of war i mean you can't go wrong there no so yeah i'm locked right in on you there with the 
I'm somewhere between a 90 and a 95. Either way, it's an A. Yeah. So so I want to retcon myself real quick. I said Jennifer Hale is going to be reprising her role. I thought she was. I thought she was the Darth Lord. You mean the you mean the one you saw in the in the trailer? No, she was going to be re- she's going to be um, reprising her role as Bastila Shan. Yeah, because I, I just wanted to go ahead and just I went along with you like you I go along with Anthony sometimes because isn't Revan the dude? I don't you know. You never played the game. I've never played, like, so I, I don't feel know. like Revan's so, the guy. <laughs> but I want to go ahead and just make sure that I retcon myself now because I already know I'm going to get a text from people. You know what I mean? Listen to this going, yo, dummy. <laughs> yeah. Revan's the guy. Okay. But <laughs> And um, I just looked right at you dead in your face and was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah, cool. Cool, yeah, sounds cool, man. Cool. You got it. Yeah, they're, they're taking this a totally different way. She's going to voice him now. <laughs> All right. So we gave you the showcase. Now let's give you news. Yeah, I only have a few things, and one of them is going to end up being another episode that we're going to do some point later on because it sounds like this stuff's starting to wind down to a close, but I'll save that one for last. So PlayStation now buys its third studio this year. Which studio is that? So they have decided to buy um, the Playroom. Okay. Which is basically a VR studio. I mean, they're 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 behind games like The Persistence, which is uh, a horror shooter game, makes which originally came out for the PS4 and the VR. I mean, as a VR title, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, um, like once again, I mean, I mean, this isn't the first thing that they've done when it comes down to acquiring. You know, I mean, you know, Housemark was one that they went ahead and picked up, and then they picked up Nixus is another one, which is a Dutch studio. <laughs> um, and Housemark is a Finnish developer. I mean, dude, they they keep on picking things up that are within the pc realm as well as um certain certain little spots like what sony would do like um you, you, you mean like picking up this new one you mean with um with the vr aspect but yeah man you now have um oh no fire sprite is the company sorry but now they are the 14th studio that is now a part of the playstation studios umbrella dutch studio only two things in this world i hate people intolerant of other people's cultures and the dutch i'm guessing that's from a movie <laughs> yeah it's from uh, um awesome powers gold member got it um th- i had a right. feeling this was gonna pop oh up. yeah no no yeah yeah and i mean this is the one that we're going to go ahead and actually do it eventually we're going to do an episode on but epic versus apple so the court has went ahead and said that apple's 30 percent sales fee is unjustified and that is a huge, huge thing. Because now, now this goes ahead and says, hey, what is the real number here? Mm-hmm. Because this this will start hitting Apple's bottom line. Because if they're only able to charge 15, 20%, you know what I mean, on the sales tax of, 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 of being able to use their stuff, you know what I mean? I mean, that's going to, that's going to hit them pretty hard eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this a little bit until we let, actually let it simmer a bit. Because when we do this episode, it's it's going to be nuts because we're going to give y'all some. You know, I mean, lawyer speak in our talk. So it's going. <laughs> so you're going to which get, means it's going to be really interesting to understand. <laughs> which is normally for me, it's hard to talk anyway. Yeah. Last thing I have has to do with a little bit of politics but only because it has to do with a gaming studio Fair enough. so tripwire ceo john gibson steps down 
following comments that he has made on the Texas anti-abortion law, the heartbeat law, yeah. which is you, you mean which is recently passed in the you mean in the Texas legislature. Yeah. Um, which goes ahead and says that it is illegal for a woman to have an abortion under any circumstances whatsoever after six weeks, which is when they say that you can first you mean you mean basically you mean around the first time you can hear the heartbeat. Yeah. Of the of which, the which uh, for anybody who knows who's ever had a woman that's been pregnant for, is sometimes you don't even realize you are pregnant until you are that far along. So that's cool. Or even farther along. Or for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah. Effective immediately, John Gibson has stepped down as CEO of Tripwire Interactive, co-founding member and current vice president Alan Wilson will take over as interim C uh, CEO. Alan has been with the company since its formation in 2005 and is an active lead in both the studio's business and developmental affairs. Alan will work with the rest of the Tripwire relationship uh, leadership team and, and take steps with his employees and partners to address the concerns, um, including the company-wide town hall meeting and, a promoting, and promoting open dialogue with Tripwire leadership and all its employees. And this is a quote from um, from Ram Yeager, which is, I'm guessing, his Twitter handle. But he went ahead and said, proud of the U.S. Supreme Court affirming the Texas law banning abortion for babies with a heartbeat. As an entertainer, I don't get political often. Yet with so many vocal peers on the other side of this issue, I felt it was important to go on record as a pro-life game developer. Cool story, bro. Now, <laughs> cool story. And you win the award for voicing an opinion nobody cared about. I, I can only speak for myself. And when I speak for myself, I sit here and say that I am, I do not agree with this particular bill or law. I do not think it is in the right interest of women's health. You can, you can speak for me too. Yeah. We, All right. We share the same thoughts. Yeah. Um, nobody should ever be allowed to tell my wife or my daughter what they do with their body except for them like let's just stop telling women what to do with their own bodies how about that how about yeah. stop doing that let them decide for themselves it's that simple yeah so that's where we're gonna leave it so yeah this dude got fucking booted and um for being a fucking idiot and just speaking when you didn't need to speak good riddance sir and that's what we have in news so we're going to hear about what we've been doing. Because we didn't play The Ascent, but we did a little something else. So let's go ahead and tell everybody what we are playing. It's actually a real shame that Anthony's not here because he would have had the bulk of the talking here because he's actually been playing. He's between, been running Hades hard. He's been running Hades and he started playing... Um, unraveled yeah yeah that's right i'm really enjoying that so uh excited to hear him next week when he talks about it yeah so for me um again all all week has just been well actually no i did start messing around with one other thing did you but uh nothing crazy um but i finished my franchise in be a pro all 25 years I finished 25 year franchise in like a month <laughs> good god um, i think out of the 25 years i think i won the stanley cup like I'd say probably seven, 16 or 17 of the years. Lehigh Valley won the Calder Cup probably 18 or 19 <laughs> of those years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I you, drafted You talked guy, last yeah. week about how you essentially had it set up to where you had like every pick in the first round. Uh, Yeah. 
Yep. And the one guy that I drafted, Brandon McIntyre, is yep, ended up being the all-time Flyers leader in like everything but assists and penalty minutes. Um, so yeah, that was fun. I did also jump into um, UFC four. Did you? Started my career in there, made my guy. Uh, I'm literally in the. I haven't even had my first fight yet, so still just, some, just something to mess around with uh, here and there when I when I don't have the time to like fully invest in a like games like Village that I want to get back into and stuff like that. I hate games like that i hate having to get back into because i don't remember where the hell i've been what i was doing what i was you know so yeah. it's, it's tough so I, I like to have game when I, you know if i know i only have you know 30 minutes i'll mess around with the game like chell or ufc or something like that if i know i have an hour plus that's when i have something else know, villages i do the like same thing with mlb the show like like i mean i've yeah. been a i mean i started a career in that i mean i'm a pitcher for the uh for the iron pigs right now i mean i'm on the phillies um farm team and yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, every time I like, like, I'll I'll be I'll be playing for hours and hours, and I'm like, you know, some I just need something else just to go ahead and just mess with. So then I'll just jump into the show and I'll play one or two games, and then I'll go ahead and just kind of just run through it, and then that'll be like my night. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we can we can start off with last night, and we went ahead and um, Anthony was not able to join us. So yeah, we decided we weren't gonna play the ascent without all three of us. Nah, we made a we made a pact on this. Yeah, so we threw down on Xbox. West downloaded um, NHL 21. We actually messed around with some chell, y'all. Messed around with some chell. We created the old CGC team. Played our first game, and uh, what a game it was. Went according to plan. We, we you know the boys were buzzing after we got that first goal and. Never looked back, and we ended up winning it. We squeaked a little two-one squeaker because they had a they had a they had a legitimate chance at the very end of the third period. Yeah, they did. They got like a slap. You know, luckily there wasn't like three more seconds left on the clock because then it'd have been real dicey. Yeah, no, you're right. But yeah, we uh we played uh, played a bunch of guys that just wanted to run around and be mutants. So, <laughs> I mean, I ended up taking two penalties because I trip people. Because I mean, it's what it I happens. Do. You also made some sweet passes, some good defensive plays. You got some good shots on net. Just, you know, and we won. Yeah, man. Yeah. Benoit, Saint, Benoit Saint Laurent with our, you know, he was the, he was our he boy. Was the beauty of the game, man. Yeah. Like I said, dude, yo, we, we both got an assist each. So, yeah. That works, man. Yes. Points are points. But um, other than that, um, I've been running more with Fallout 76. Uh, I am, like I said before, dude, I am enjoying the fact of I get to just talk with people. You know what I mean? Like, there's a guy where I'm at right now that just hates talking to people. So every time I talk to him, he goes, it's you again. What do you want? Why are you talking to me? Like, it, I, I just I just love it. I, that's, dude, it's one of the great things about NPCs, man. He just, you can constantly bug them. Now, other than that, um, I, me and the boys, we went up against a legendary um, last night, or no, the other night, and it was called a Sheep Squatch. So, just to go ahead and let everybody know, a sheep squatch is a combination of a sheep and a sasquatch. So, this thing stands about seven and a half foot tall with a sheep's head and kind of like the, you mean, you know how, um, you know, in like Greek lore, Greek mythology, like you mean things that like goat bodies, you mean like, you mean from the bottom yeah. half down, yeah. kind of had like that, but then it had like, I mean, like kind of like ape hands. It had these spikes on its back that it would just so kind of just so, like so rage it, out. So it's something from like your worst nightmares. Pretty much. Okay. I mean, look, and not to mention, 
So what they do in this game is that they actually pulled lore that is actually West Virginian like cryptids. Yeah. Like the Mothman, which I knew about. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, 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 you mean certain shit like that. I n- I've never heard of a fucking sheep squatch before in my life. You're probably happy that you didn't. Yes, because then I would have tried looking it up and I would have been like, I can't sleep for the next seven days. <laughs> I'm surprised I fell asleep the other night when I after I, th- I got done playing it. <laughs> probably because I killed it. You know what I mean? To where I'm yeah. like, okay, I've achieved something. But <laughs> nah, man, it's been it's been a blast, dude. I've gone from level ten. I think I'm a twenty seven now. They're doing a double XP for the you mean, you, you mean for um for like a week. So yeah, okay. you know I mean so I, so we've been running pretty hard. Gotcha. And it, dude, it's been it's been a fucking blast. I've been having so much fun. But yeah, that is everything. So Andy, let them know where they can find us. Yeah, all of them know. Man, it's so quiet in here. Rest in peace to that cricket, huh? Wes, uh, Wes had to go, and he had to, you know, he had to make a difficult decision. He had to make a difficult decision. We had, we had, we had a cricket infiltrate the basement. I never actually got to ask anybody whether they could hear it or not in the um in you mean in the playback. Oh, well, because when I was listening to the episode, I had it going off out there while I'm listening to the episode editing. Yeah. So I couldn't even tell if it was actually there or not. Well, Wes had to take care of this cricket. He did so humanely. He didn't feel a thing. Yeah, my wife actually got mad at me about it. Killing cricket. Well, no, because apparently a cricket in your house is actually good luck. And you're supposed to like release it into the wild again. And it got a 10 pound sandbag. (laughs) A 10 pounds. I feel like that's overkill. It was all I had around me at the moment. That is way overkill. It was all I had around me at the moment. Anyway, so now's the time to connect with CGC. Uh, You can find us at consolegamingcrew.com. Drop us a line at consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. As always, the best place to get in touch with us is on our Twitter. We are at Console Crew. Yep. We are Console Gaming Crew on both YouTube and Instagram and even on Facebook, which, I mean, if you want to talk to us there, fine. If not, eh, fine too. Uh, we are a part of the Boss Rush Network, which you can find at BossRushGames.com, where it's not just us. There is a brilliant slew of other podcasts and, and uh, you know, I call, call them blog writers. Content creators. We call them content creators. There's yeah. tons of great content creators in not just the gaming world but other worlds as well so please come on uh, bossrushgames.com check us out check them out and then once you're done doing that stop by on our twitch yes cgc podcast on twitch we have our co-op uh, we have our co-op wes has his co-op games on monday nights that he normally dungeons and dragons dark alliance yep he does that with the boys on monday nights we now have freaky friday turned fun friday on fridays that is with all three of us for the ascent for the ascent but if that doesn't happen on a friday we'll, we'll figure something else out we figure we'll we'll give you something to watch yeah and we thank everyone that hops on to watch us and give us subs and shit on there we appreciate I, I, it greatly i did want to go ahead and mention that yeah um janal and shelby thank you so much for uh going ahead and throwing us the subscriptions i mean we greatly appreciate it love y'all and speaking of we hit some charts recently yeah shockingly yeah, shocking. I still can't understand why, but I'm appreciative. Absolutely. We always say all the time that we're appreciative of anyone and everyone that listens to us and, and you know, hopefully enjoys it because we enjoy making it for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wes every now and again sends us these, the our like chart history from different countries and different places. And yeah, it's a website called chartables.com. So they, we gave them our RSS feed and, I mean, which is basically the feed of the podcast. And then from there, they can go ahead and see 
where where we sit in basically the top 250 or top 200 in countries. Yeah. And normally if you're not in the top 200, you don't even chart. Which yeah. I mean, I mean for us basically you mean like basically for us is almost everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but we actually we charted. We charted. Well, actually, we do chart in other countries, just not our own. <laughs> Look, we chart in Argentina, which is pretty badass. I love that. You know what I mean? Thank you to them. Um, United Arab Emirates is another one that we chart, which is pretty cool. Saudi Arabia, we've charted before. But the one that definitely threw us off, but we're incredibly grateful for, was we were number one at one point for video games in India. Yeah, because yeah, Wes sent the chart, and it said that we were down to down number one. two. yeah. In India, and at first I looked, and at first I was just like, "Holy shit, we're number two in India. That's fucking awesome." And then I was like, "Wait a minute, we're down number two. That means we were number one somewhere." Yeah, that's crazy. And then I mean, also, what's even better than that is the fact that in India, and I think Argentina, we're in the top fifty in leisure, which leisure is a, a much broader, much group. broader group of podcasts than just video games. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You know and what we, I mean? That boy, we thank y'all for listening. Yes, absolutely. We so sure do. Okay. to anybody from any of those places that we just recently mentioned, you know what I mean? That you know I mean the, I mean we don't get much listenership there, but those those people we do, we greatly appreciate y'all. Thank you. And of course we always love, you know I mean, everybody who listens everywhere. Yeah. And hopefully more people do so we can chart in some other places. Let's too. go. Dude, I cool. love it. It's cool. To I see, see it, it every week and I love seeing it. Yeah. It's it's cool to see, man. Because like I said, we enjoy doing this. Hopefully it comes through because like I said, we do it because we love it. Yeah. Hopefully that comes through, and uh, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap this up the way we always do. We want to ask everybody to please stay safe. Wash your hands. Mask up. Please just stay safe. And as always, game on. Game on, y'all.